This week on Two Noobs, remember when you cut the cord for those insane cable TV fees? Well, history is about to repeat itself, apparently. Then, a Hollywood director apparently doesn't know the secret to success in Hollywood. In our People Are Pigs segment, we'll give you a new reason not to take the driverless taxi ride, and for once it has nothing to do with the robot. And we close by proving the first movie in a franchise isn't always the best one, I think. We'll see. Coming up, start the music. All right, and with that, we are here for episode 151 of Two Noobs Talk, and I'm back to my normal self. No macho man, no milk drinking, but I do have these two geezers with me here. On this side is geezer John Tracy, and on this side is double geezer Matt Craig. And I, in the middle, am geezer in training Steve Murray, so I'm not going to leave myself out. (laughs) Gentlemen, yeah, we'll start with John. How are things going down in, in Texas? You get to laugh hysterically as California prepares for a hurricane this time. Yes. How's that going? Yes. Oh, I'm out in Texas, but we're, we're closer. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm closer to you than, than you want me to be. Um, it's going good. I'm enjoying the weather here in uh, good old Tennessee. Um, my wife is not enjoying the weather in Texas. Um I think she's um, mad at me because it's 112 there and it's not 112 here. And I can't, um, I can't uh, commiserate with her because the weather's actually pretty nice here. So I have no complaints. Hanging out by the hotel pool. Yeah. Oh, it's so hot here. Oh, yeah. I'm just going <laughs> to. It's so humid here, honey. I don't know. I don't know. I try to do my best to support, but it's not helping. Mm. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, Matt, the weather is not hot up here in the state of Pen- Commonwealth. Sorry, Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. How are you doing, sir? All is well, gentlemen. It's great to be with you both, obviously. And uh, yeah, it's pretty quiet, although I was very successful in going to my monthly Omaha steak run where I was asked point blank. So who's all the food for? And I said, selfishly me. <laughs> and she was like, that's Damn awesome. right. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> so it's always nice to stack up and uh, fill the freezer. And uh, yeah, it's, it was great. So it was a good, good, uh, good visit. What sure. you, what you didn't hear as you left was she turned to her coworker and said, Porky. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, maybe I'll see you next month, she said on the way out the door. Well, maybe. <laughs> if you don't die of a heart attack from all this meat. If you don't die of a heart attack. With the I'm a fatty. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Just pour the grease directly into my mouth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, as we do here every episode, we're going to go with the fun fact and over 40 rant brought to you, of course, by W Energy Drinks. Visit W.GG. It's D-U-B-B-Y dot G-G. Pick your favorite energy drink. No grease is not on the menu there. Uh, but uh, enter promo code two noobs talking and get 10 percent off of your grease. I mean, your energy drink. <laughs> 
true. All right, John, you got a fun fact while Matt uh, formulates the over 40. So throw it at us. So I I, uh, I learned something uh, since I'm in a hotel. I, I learned something and then did a lot of research and found more stuff out. So we're going to talk about Michael Phelps today and how many gold medals he won. So oh, he won twenty. He won twenty three gold medals. So I, wow. I I I was trying to formulate this this fact, and I was like, wow, well, there's some like Peru's only won one. That's not very interesting. So. So what I did is I went on the internet and I was like, I want to find like mediocre middle of the pack. How how does he stack up to the middle of the pack of the the countries that um, participate in this in the Summer Olympics? So, so we're talking about my, how many how many medals Michael Phelps has won versus entire countries. Yes, yes. Okay. So not here's the off, middle. Not slacking behind. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Here's here's. The middle of the pact, how close he is to being in the middle of the pact of the country. He's 123. Ukraine, who has been involved since 1996 to now, has 138. Wow. Okay. Okay. And is that summer and winter? Ukraine, that's the Summer Olympics only for Ukraine. Oh, summer only. Oh, okay. yes. That's actually more than because I would have I, thought for that. Yeah, because okay. he does not, he does not, but Michael Phelps does not do Winter Olympics. If he did, he'd probably well, have 112. Uh, <laughs> they don't have winter swimming, I know. Can you um, imagine if they did? Holy cow. He probably would be good at something else. <laughs> um, yeah. he, he participated in what, four Olympic Games? I believe so, right? yes. I yes. think that's right. Yeah. Okay. Because yep. so, uh, somebody else just tied him mm-hmm. uh, with twenty three, I believe. Hmm. Uh, I don't remember the person's name. It did not come up in my research. Yeah. Okay. So, All so my the research was literally how many gold medals did Michael Phelps win, and then I was done with that. Um, All right. So, so thirty eight <laughs> for Ukraine, though. That so that's ninety six. You said was the first one. Mm-hmm. First and it year been that they first were in. year. So I think yeah. then 2000, 2004, 08, 12, 16, 20. So that would be seven Olympics mm-hmm. to, so let's average that out then. What is that like? That, that would be 38 divided by seven, which is about five and a half per. Mm-hmm. And Phelps was 23 over four. Ooh, so Phelps actually has a higher He's 5.75 average average per <laughs> Olympics. God. So he's he's trailing but they've played more Olympic games than he has. So mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Now I have to ask you because you started this off by you're at the hotel. How in the hell does that Yes. Just correlate to Michael Phelps. Being bored, being bored, being bored and, and not have anything to do. So it's so- so instead of just taking the fact that I learned, I took the fact that I learned, stuck it over here, and then deep dived in the, oh, let's find out some other things. <laughs> what do you do when you're bored? There you go. Fair enough. At least I do. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Well, Matt, who has got a grand total of zero Olympic medals, we want to hear about your over 40 rant. You got something going on this week. What do you, what do you, what do you got? Oh, boy. Yeah. You kind of brace yourselves on this one, guys. From the high of Michael Phelps to the low that is Joe Biden of the presidency of the United States, offering those that are affected by the Maui fires $700 per household. Yeah. yeah. That'll rebuild. Yeah. That'll rebuild. And that'll help. That'll help. <laughs> that, that'll rebuild. Um, considering that he loves to spend money in, in the Eastern European country right now, uh, 
you know, handling $700 per American household, it really sits well. Really, really sits well, you know, for the guy who's the smartest man in the room, if you only ask him. Um, so, yeah, I'm a little pissed off, to be perfectly honest, guys, about it. Uh, I think it's ridiculous um, that our current president and vice president even won't even visit the state because they feel it's a distraction for them to go over. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Which I, I feel they're right about that. Notice. It is a distraction. Well, uh, <laughs> I guess so, but it's, they wouldn't even He's going to fall down. There. Yeah. He's going to he fall, fall down. She's going to say something stupid. It is going to be a distraction. <laughs> I understand. I understand what they mean by that, but for yeah. God's sakes, put out a press release that doesn't have the word um in it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. it's a 10-hour flight. We can't expect him to function yeah correctly after no. that yeah. long on an airplane even if it is air force one where you can yeah. move around it's just disappointing it's just sad and it's like you know i mean i think for what i understand the, the fires are pretty much over at this point correct me if i'm wrong um, i'm not sure what I, what I seen but i, I you don't really know because it's the media yeah, you don't really everything. Know. <laughs> like yeah so i, I mean, hope I it's think all AD, over I, when you have the fact that aew all Elite Wrestling was like promoting the Maui Food Bank immensely on one of their episodes and did mm-hmm. actually more goodwill than the President of the United States <laughs> did. That says a yeah. lot. That says an awful lot about the good of AEW and the bad of our federal government. So, you know, I'm just, I mean, that's my Ooh. over 40 rant. Hey, hey, should we, energy drinks. should we <laughs> visit Hawaii? How many electoral votes is it? Two. two. Oh, it's only got two electrical votes. So we're not going to go. <laughs> what is that? The 51st state over there? I don't know. You know? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't uh, even have yeah. the standard electrical volts. It has that 220 electrical volts. <laughs> we don't need them. Hawaii's 220? Really? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> that, that's, that would be interesting to me. So you need an adapter to go to Hawaii? Yeah. I, wow. <laughs> 240. So need, I think you yeah, need I think you need an adapter to listen to Joe Biden. Well, <laughs> we all know that, but yeah. uh, not that I'm planning to go to Hawaii anytime soon, but now I know if I go, apparently I need to pack a uh, uh, an adapter for my you never charger. Know. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, moving on to topic 1 then. Um, speaking of cheap, SoFi article, the end of cheap TV streaming is here. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Once a refuge for cord cutters seeking to escape the high cost of cable television, streaming platforms are introducing price hikes eerily reminiscent of expensive cable packages. Leading this charge are Hollywood's major studios, as the likes of Disney, Warner Brothers Discovery, Tighten their grip on consumer wallets. In less than a year, Disney announced its second price increase for Disney Plus, which will now set viewers back to $13.99 per month. Likewise, Hulu increased its ad-free subscription from $14.99 to $17.99. These adjustments account for more than just inflation. They're a strategic pivot by media giants to squeeze more revenue from their streaming operations, particularly as ad-supported plans prove their worth. This fall, bundling the top U.S. streaming services, Netflix, Disney, Hulu, Paramount+, Plus, Max, and Peacock, will cost about $87 per month. 
$14 more than last year. That's a 19% increase. Mm. Matt, I know you recently went through this pain. You shared it on the podcast with uh, Apple, which I guess was not one of the major ones no. listed there. But um, does this anger you? Oh boy, uh, now I got to come down off of the anger that I had. Ramp it right back up. Back up there. <laughs> what is going on? I actually, um, so I subscribe to YouTube television, as you guys know, um, and thankful I do, uh, and share that uh, subscription price with a buddy of mine. Um, you know, family share plan, which is which works out. But uh, that being said, um, price increases at this time of year in the economy that we're in right now isn't going over too well and and was receiving the proper backlash that it is guys um to be perfectly honest um it certainly isn't what cable is cable i think is just absolutely outrageous uh and in fact i think what was it when i had it with verizon or no when i was with comcast it was a disaster zone when i had hd um, back in the day, Verizon was able to knock off the price significantly um, when I switched over. But now it's like, you know, even with these streaming services, you're paying now on the average 15 to 17 dollars per month. That's a lot um, compared to where it once was 12, 13 bucks. You know, it's it's modest, but, I, you know, any price increase is going to be met with a lot of questions why is the situation why are you raising the price what's the justification for it when i have so many x number of channels um that kind of a deal um i think there's a little bit you know that caused me to kind of stop and think like okay is this a need or a want for me you know that kind of a deal and you know for me it's it would be a need but not necessarily a want uh so it'd be something where i would have to cut the cord things along those lines um, well, certainly $87 per month for the yeah. package that we just read off. That seems to me to be rather equal or mm-hmm. kind of level-wise to cable. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. all, at that point, it's almost like, what's the point? Yeah. Uh, the article goes on, behind the scenes, a combination of rising interest rates, labor strikes, and increased competition is prompting major studios to re-strategize. As the era of cheap debt that once fueled streaming content draws to a close and pressure from investors mounts, companies are adapting by increasing subscription fees, cracking down on password sharing, which we talked about last week, Mm -hmm. uh, and introducing more ads. Despite the billions of dollars poured into creating revolutionary streaming platforms, the industry seems to have come full circle, returning to a cable-like model consumers and companies were eager to escape. Mm -hmm. Consumers' wallets are once again feeling the pain, We initially flocked to streaming services to avoid the high cost and inflexibility of cable TV, only to find ourselves facing similar financial strains in the streaming world. This, I think, is a little bit over uh, optimistic. The silver lining may be the content created. With this increase in competition and costs, studios are likely to invest more in standout exclusive content to justify these higher price points. Mm. Bless you, John. <laughs> John, it seems to me that the whole concept of cheaper streaming was destined to fail from the beginning, and they're only figuring that out now because actors aren't getting paid what they should under streaming models, and that's coming back to bite them in the butt. I mean, what's your what's your take here? 
What a shock. They <laughs> they created they created a system to run away from the actors and gave it to the people. And the people bought it hook, line, and sinker. And now the actors want their money. So now the studios want their money. <laughs> they're just, they're ne- it was never, it was never gonna work. It was never the password sharing was the whole reason Netflix lasted this long. There is no Barack Obama documentary that will keep people hooked in long enough that will that will save Netflix from the ridiculous ridiculousness that they've become. They don't have any good shows. They don't have anything. They, I don't know, what, John, new- about that Joe Biden documentary that's upcoming. I can't wait for that one. <laughs> Is it about Sorry. the foothills of the of the Himalayas? Himalayas. Something like that. <laughs> Something I think like that's that. how you say that word. <laughs> no, that, that, it's a it's it's a failure. I, me and my wife have already started the conversation of getting rid of half of this garbage that we pay for, that we don't need, that we don't watch, that we don't care about. We we're we're like everybody else. We have the Netflix. We have the Hulu. We have the we have the peacock we have the whatever it is i don't even know on my phone i was just looking at that to see if i had with disney plus <laughs> only for star wars but i don't watch star wars so why do we have disney plus it's those conversations are happening so it's, now, it's so. like you're gonna be paying 87 dollars a month <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so so possibly after that conversation we'll probably be paying 12 again and we won't have cable and we won't have these streaming services because they're not they need to offer more but they don't have the ability to offer more and that's where they're going to fail. Same thing with cable. They need to offer more, but they can't because Major League Baseball won't let them or National Football League won't let them or you know, ESPN has proprietary for this so you get 87 ESPN channels but they don't put any sports on it. So why do you want cable? <laughs> like it's right. They're yeah. running into the same issues that cable did. But they don't have a leg to stand on because they aren't localized to where you are. So they can't give you local news. They can't give you puff pieces. Netflix is just going to give you the bullshit that Netflix has. And mm-hmm. you want to pay $17 for their bullshit? Pay $17 for their bullshit. Yeah. One thing that always bothered me about like Netflix in particular would was, you know, you could go to your local video store and you could find almost anything. Mm-hmm. Whereas Netflix, for some reason, they just, they don't have, my wife had Netflix for a little while and she's like, Oh, let's watch something on Netflix. And I went through and I'm like, there's nothing here. Yeah. They didn't have any of the new movies I wanted to watch. Mm-hmm. There were old movies. I'm like, Oh, I could watch that again. They, they didn't have those like, and they were yeah. constantly taking things off and putting things on. And their yeah, documentaries was- were absolute garbage. Mm. They mm-hmm. were. I mean, I, I remember having like a Netflix subscription for a month, trying for a free trial. And they had one on Aaron Hernandez. And it was like, you know, that tight end from the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was the most who nobody bizarre. Should ca- who who no. nobody should care about because he's a murderer. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but it was the most bizarre, weird strange yep. documentary i and i was like okay well that's weird and i'm not gonna go down this road <laughs> didn't have that weird tiger king thing on it that everybody yeah. was all yeah, that's Joe, what happened. whatever his name was yeah, yeah but that's yeah. also that's you, you that's what you put on netflix because it was probably designed for the pandemic 
Because I don't know how many people actually do watch Netflix. That's what I want to know. I want to poll on that. (laughs) Yeah, I would love to know how many subscribers there are, to be honest with you. Maybe I can look that up here real quick. While he's looking that up, I mean, to me, this just comes right back to the labor issue. They were able to get away with lower prices than cable because they didn't have to pay the actors that much. Mm And now the actors are on strike and it's kind of hitting them. Hey, we, we got to pay people to create anything close to decent content. Um, you know, and uh, I, I saw a, something a couple months ago. Uh, Matt Damon had actually been interviewed hmm. and his position was like, well, look, you, you, you release a movie in the studio, you get a lot of money, then you release it on DVD and that's like that's like a second re-release in the theater. Yeah, you got another bunch of money, money that comes yeah. in. You got yeah. some money now with the streaming services. Half the time you're not even releasing it in the theater. Yeah, and then there's no DVD release because it's just on the streaming site. So yeah. <laughs> you you weren't going to be able to get away with that for long. So yeah. ultimately you just I was never I was never one who cut the cable cord. So now I'm going to laugh at all you suckers who did cut it, and you're going to pay the same <laughs> amount now that you got the streaming service back. Exactly. Netflix has around 238 million paid subscribers worldwide as of the second quarter of 2023. This marked an increase of 5.89 million subscribers compared with the previous quarter. Most Netflix subscribers are based in the EMEA region, Europe, Middle East, and Africa, Hmm. accounting for almost 80 million of Netflix total global subscriber base. So it's doing well in Europe and the Middle East and Africa, but not so much in the United I States. I never would have guessed that. Yeah. I wonder bizarre. what the cable system is like there. That a deeper dive into that would be. Mm. Do oh, they have yeah. cable? Great question. There? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't know. Is is cable yeah. just a United States uh, BS? <laughs> yeah, <it laughs> might be. For. Yeah. Might be. Uh, and just to close it out, I saw another article that said Netflix is ending its DVD uh, service. Which is odd because I thought it had ended a long time ago. I thought uh, it ended were, ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> right. But so they're so they're offering their subscribers they could get like ten free DVDs to celebrate their closing and, and to watch, but they have to then return them within a month by October twenty something. <laughs> Interesting. What are you gonna do, do with I get all the cool DVDs? envelope? Do at I get least cool envelope? maybe. <laughs> Just but at least. At least when Blockbuster went out of business, I could go to the store and I could buy some of their inventory. Yeah, yes, I got a yes. bunch of movies there on DVD because they were just getting rid of them. So, you know, I, I benefited from that. Apparently, Netflix is not going to be as altruistic. Uh, but, you know, we come to expect that from their ilk. Yes. Status quo. Status quo for those guys. And as we roll into topic two here, gentlemen, I've got a beef with both of you. Uh, I feel like you guys in the editing process have been using images of me that make it look like I have no chin. <laughs> it's very upsetting to me, and I, I don't like it. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to consult my Premiere Pro uh, <laughs> editing console book if I can find it and uh, see if I can get that corrected for you, Mister Murray. Okay, good, because I don't want people out there thinking I don't have a chin when I'm president. <laughs> you totally do. <laughs> Let's get that in profile right here. Huh? Yeah, there you yeah. go. There you go. Yeah. 
Screenshots right, will be on our website at WordPress.com. In case you want to book the handsome man in the middle. There you go. I'm just telling you, if, if it continues, I'm not going to participate in any debates. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, and as yeah. your political advisor, as long as you can say the Alrighty then. Uh, variety article here for topic two. Hollywood is taking the wrong lessons from Barbie, says Randall Park. Who? Hmm. Make more movies yeah, exactly. by and about women, not films based on toys. Okay. Interesting. Uh, in a recent interview um, with Rolling Stone. <laughs> to per- Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> bullshit comes after I read it, John. <laughs> I, didn't say, I didn't say bullshit. <laughs> I was just clearing, I was just clearing my John throat. John was just clearing his throat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's in there. In a recent interview with Rolling Stone to promote his directorial effort, Shortcomings, actor and comedian Randall Park, who criticized Hollywood for taking the wrong lessons from a massive blockbuster like Greta Gerwig's Barbie. The Margot Robbie-led comedy has earned over a billion dollars at the worldwide box office, but Park said making more movies about toys should not be the industry's takeaway. I feel like, just in general, this industry is taking the wrong lessons, Park said. For example, Barbie is this massive blockbuster, and the idea is make more movies about toys. No, make more movies by and about women. As Variety reported shortly after Barbie stunned the industry with a record-breaking $163 million opening, Mattel Films is hoping to use the film's success to jumpstart its movie ambitions. The studio has 14 movies in development based on Mattel toys and other properties, including Hot Wheels, Polly Pocket, American Girl, Rock'em Sock'em Robots, (laughs) Magic 8-Ball, Uno... And Matchbox. Oh my gosh. There's also, of course, the Barbie sequel, which feels almost inevitable at this point, given the first film's success. Yeah, it'll be Sean, out tomorrow. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, pretty much. On yeah. Disney Plus. Barbie 2 is out <laughs> John, uh, how, how do you uh, understand Mr. Park's hmm. argument here? I guess I would say, if you do at all. I don't understand any of it. The Uno thing, I just want to say, uh, I don't know how they're going to make a movie of it, but it'll probably be successful because Xavier Woods from Up, Up, Down, Down played Uno on YouTube, <laughs> and it was like one of the hottest <laughs> videos on YouTube. Every every week it came out, everybody was watching that. So if I... I I don't know. If you could do it you like that a comedian that does the lips on the cards, I would find <laughs> that funny. Um, but I don't know how they're going to do that. Um, let's put the uh, the uh, let's put that whole thing up on the upper right corner for the uh, yes. the up up down down one for, uh, for yeah, it's, it's, our friend there. Uh, play play Uno with the Wilds only deck. That's there you go. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. So so John, it sounds to me like this guy is just trying to get into the good graces of the. Uh, diversity group here by saying, Hey, make more movies by and about women instead of realizing the reality of what makes money in Hollywood. Mm. I mean, well, well, this, this idiot. Yeah. This idiot. I'm still flabbergasted that Mattel has a film company. Like when the hell did that happen? (laughs) 
There's a couple <laughs> things that I'm confused about. <laughs> like, this yeah. guy's a, this guy's literally a yeah. douche. He's he's a he's a millennial douche that is just like. First of all, if you really want to get into this, Barbie's not a woman. She's a toy. She's a toy representative <laughs> of a woman. She is not a woman. Like she does not exist as a an actual woman. Does not actually exist on the planet. Just just so this guy. Though some have tried. Well. Though some have tried. Yes. They had the yes. surgery yes. to try. Yeah, some have tried. Yes. Yeah. But it's a may. Okay, so if you take his his BS down to the the take the stupidness out of it. And just go, mm-hmm. yes, there should be more films about women. You don't need to say, hey, here's Barbie, very successful. We should make more films about women. No, there should be more films about women. That, that's yeah. not real. You don't need an IQ for that one. Like, there, there are male-dominated films. There should be Obviously. female-dominated films. It's, 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 an, it's so obvious. Makes this dude look even worse because he's trying to make a toy into a person. It doesn't make any sense. But yeah. still, when the fuck did Mattel get a film company? <laughs> <laughs> it makes no sense to me. I'd like to know how they're going to put together a Hot Wheels and Matchbox uh, thing. That sounds like... That's, if, yeah. that's probably going to be a cool movie. If Disney think. can milk three films out of anthropomorphic cars, yeah, I think you can <laughs> yes. get some Hot Wheels and and Matchbox and Matchbox films. together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, so uh, you know, agreed with John. Yes, there absolutely should be more films directed by women and about women. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yes, but this is not. This is not. The takeaway from Barbie is not that. The takeaway from Barbie is the same thing that it's always been, status quo in Hollywood. I have here in front of me a list of the films that made over a billion dollars at the worldwide box office post-COVID. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Barbie is one of them, obviously, the most recent. Mm -hmm. The next one after that, Super Mario Brothers. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hmm. What's the subject matter there? Video game. A very popular video game. Yeah. Yes. Uh, next one, Avatar: The Way of Water, sequel to a highly successful original directed by James Cameron, who, oh by the way, did Terminator, Aliens, Titanic. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, has the list to his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, Jurassic World Dominion, sequel upon sequel of dinosaurs from the original Jurassic Park, but again, dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, Top Gun Maverick, yeah. sequel, sequel starring, you know, Tom Cruise, one of the most recognizable actors in history mm-hmm. of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And before that, Spider Man: No Way Home, Spider Man: Marvel. What do all of these have in common, Matt? Well, I mean, all of them, I think, to me, have individual prop. Like they're basically original IPs. In some form or fashion, like there are actual stories based off of original intellectual properties. So there's that. But I think to your point, they're all very marketable characters. Every single one of them had a marketable thing that families could go to. Young kids could go see those movies and they talk about them with their friends and word of mouth. Hey, you want to go see this movie? Yeah, let's go do it. And boom, off they go. Um, so I think there's that aspect to it. 
I could be wrong, though. I'm sure Mr. <laughs> Murray will share with us his thoughts. But yeah, recognizable. Yeah, recognizable brands, popular, let's go see them, perfect summer blockbuster type movies. Yeah, I I, it's, it's, yeah, no, you're, I mean, you're up, you've hit the nail on the head. I, I mean, do you look no further than your favorite <laughs> Transformers oh. yes. stumbled into hundreds of millions of dollars at the box office. Why? Not because it was a good movie, <laughs> but because, <laughs> because Jazz it died and ruined my entire childhood. No, but, <laughs> yeah, but the point is, you it made hundreds of millions of dollars, dollars at the box office because it was Transformers. Yeah. It's not, mm-hmm. it, it's not, hey, this is this is a film directed by a woman about a woman. Let's go see it and mm-hmm. give it a billion dollars. No, no, it made a billion dollars because it's it's Barbie, and I'm sure Margot Robbie, yeah. who is an established star, yep, didn't hurt. No, no. <laughs> I oh, mean, no. this wasn't no, this wasn't was Barbie. Yeah. This wasn't Barbie starring some no name. This yeah. was a recognizable name. Now, mm-hmm. Greta Gerwig, as far as I'm concerned, was not prior to this a household directorial name. Mm-hmm. But then neither was Christopher Nolan before Batman Begins. Sure. So apparently Greta Gerwig did a good job with this Barbie f- film. Maybe now her name becomes something that can be, hey, it's a Greta Gerwig film. That'll make some money. Yeah. You never but know. Christopher Nolan had films, was doing dir- directing films before Batman Begins. And mm-hmm. who knew who he was before that? Yeah. Yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? It it takes It takes either recognizable franchise mm-hmm. or yeah. it takes established power everybody goes mm-hmm. and sees christopher nolan films now because they know who he is they know he does mm-hmm. a good job yeah you know people see james cameron films because they know who he is they know he does a good exactly. job you know it's gonna be you know it's gonna be good and same thing with actors like good actors draw Absolutely. you to films draw you how to do you films think john wick well. got popular yeah yeah exactly Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I was just going to say one other thing, too. What launched Nolan into the stratosphere of all of this, guys, was really the, I guess you could say, the reverence that he had for the Batman character. And he knew going into Mm -hmm. that entire trilogy that that was basically the Batman character was really on the downside, thanks to Joel Schumacher, basically Mm -hmm. making it campy and funny and all that kind of stuff back to the 60s. When mm-hmm. really what was going on in the comic book world was Batman was gritty, dark, disturbing, you know, things on those lines. So he was able to turn that around, use that IP of that character base, and then put it into a real world environment, which made it even ter- more fantastic in that regard. Yeah, I think the real lesson from Barbie is take a film, if you want to make money and grow people in this business mm-hmm. take a popular franchise toy video game movie tv show whatever mm-hmm. do a good job with it <laughs> exactly and from that things <laughs> will grow <laughs> you know don't take super mario brothers and totally f it up like they did yes. in '93. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And just to totally uh, to your point, Matt. You know, uh, Bowser is a dinosaur. Yeah, he's not Dennis Hopper with weird human colored hair. Yeah, exactly. Uh, be Ooh. reverent yeah. to the subject matter. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and do a good job. Yeah. And then you will grow. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Greta Gerwig now will have opportunities galore because she got a chance with Barbie, did a good job with it. That leads to more opportunity. That is, I think, the lesson that should be taken from this movie. Not just simply more women directing. Yeah. Yes, we do need more women directing, but that if the if the ultimate goal, which Hollywood's goal is, is to make money, mm-hmm. they're always gonna look at Rock'em Sock'em Robots, <laughs> Magic Eight Balls. And just and, don't get behind them. That's all I have to say. Can we finish <laughs> no. on the question of when the hell did uh Mattel films come about? I'm still confused. <laughs> As 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 baffled as you are by Uno, Magic Eight Ball is really the one. I have no idea how they're going to pull that one off. Yeah, the only thing I I would want that is I don't want to be behind that ball. That's the only thing I got to say about that. Yeah, agreed. (laughs) All right, and now. uh, Topic three here. We're going to call this the George Takei segment. Oh, my. (laughs) We're probably going to hear that about a half a dozen times in the next 10 to 15 minutes. I would hope not. Anyway, go on. Fox News article. Sex in San Francisco robo-taxis is running rampant, report finds. Oh, my. No Fox News, would, put, boundaries. Fox News would write an article about this. Oh, this <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, and th- this time it's the main article and not just the clickbait yes. at the bottom. <laughs> Customers. <laughs> Proving, continuing on how depraved California is, customers are taking advantage of driverless vehicles. <laughs> and that's a double entendre in and of itself. According it to a report that says sex in San Francisco robo taxis is on the rise, the San Francisco Standard said they spoke to four separate riders in recent months who admitted to having sex or hooking up in the parlance of our times in the back seat of the (laughs) autonomous vehicles which have become increasingly popular in san francisco i gotta stop you real quick uh really 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 so fox news found four people because it sounds like (laughs) no 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 no. the standard found four people Oh, there oh, you the go. Sta- okay, yeah. the standard. They're probably just as bad as Fox News. So the standard, <laughs> four people. And all four people said... Admitted wow. to this? Yeah. Okay, that's crazy. <laughs> um, there wasn't even one person that was like, oh, hell no. Like, <laughs> four people that were like, yep, totally. Oh, Y'all yeah, nasty. step one is admitting you have a problem. Yeah, exactly. That's what that's what it is. Step one is admitting Y'all you have a problem. Y'all nasty. That's all I'm saying. Well, uh, see here, we don't know how many people the standard asked this question. It could have been a hundred and ninety-six of them said hell no, and four of them admitted to this. But one man who asked to remain anonymous said, "I mean, there's no one to tell you you can't do that." I, I guess not. My point exactly. <laughs> standard. The standard noted that rumblings of covert robocar hookups might have some basis in science. 
citing a little-known 2018 study that predicted more AVs would mean more sex on the road and potentially other unseemly behaviors you likely wouldn't want your Uber or taxi driver to bear witness to. Question. Question. Yes. Uh, was this uh, science study uh, sponsored by George Takei? <laughs> oh, oh, my. my. <laughs> <laughs> well, according to uh, two of the more popular automated uh, car companies there, Waymo and Cruise, neither company has said that sex in their AVs is directly forbidden, but it's certainly not encouraged. <laughs> Cruise pleads with riders to not do anything in an AV that would potentially make others uncomfortable. Yeah. And to avoid activity that would be classified as threatening, confrontational, discriminatory, harassing, disrespectful, offensive, or inappropriate towards others, according to its terms of service. Wow. Whatever happens on the inside of a robo-taxi is generally visible on the outside to bystanders <laughs> and other motorists. The standard notes of the AV's fishbowl-like designs. These aren't... These aren't one-way mirrors, no, I, I'm, Yeah, yeah I, I have seen these cars. It's ridiculous. Oh, my, oh my gosh. Oh, uh, let's see. John, I guess we'll go with you first, because Matt is just flabbergasted by this whole thing. Um, <laughs> so, I don't even quick know statement what that is. <laughs> quick statement from the office of me. Uh, y'all nasty. All of you. Um, Agreed. Second. <laughs> All in favor? favor. I, I, am, I am absolutely not shocked at the least. I told you guys this in pre-production. Yeah. I am not. There's just shit you see in a football game, a baseball game. Like The fact that they're alone makes me think that it's yeah. even nastier. Um, like It's... Humans it, it definitely will make me individually think twice have standards, in, yeah. but they don't. Yeah. <laughs> when the door is closed, yeah, yeah, you know, I will never ride in one of these without. I no, I can't either. Me, but my my Lysol, I put it, I put it away. I think it might be. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I mean, going to spray myself down. <laughs> that makes me think twice about getting into a car like that. Honest to God, gentlemen. I mean, that's just the most unbelievable part about all of this. Didn't they have like, that well, taxi cab that. show? Didn't they have that weird taxi cab show on HBO for years? Oh, yeah. They did, but I thought that show was just c people confessing to stuff, not actually doing it in a taxi. Well, I, 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 I'm pretty sure that there were some episodes where they did it in a, in a taxi because it's probably the only reason I remembered the show. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's probably, wasn't well, it on Cinemax instead? I don't on, know. I thought it was HBO, which is probably why it was on yeah. HBO. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, it's just, it's an amazing story, funny, but also it's like, man, alive. I am so glad I'm not getting into one of those vehicles anytime soon, gentlemen. That's just, I, I can't imagine you open the door and it's like, oh yeah, okay, I'm not going to go in there. You know, you got to clean all this out, you know? <laughs> yeah, who, who, I mean, I can't imagine that they bring the vehicle in for cleaning after oh, one ride. That, that yeah. was my second question to this mm -hmm. whole thing. What is the cleaning schedule of these vehicles since there aren't people <laughs> in there to handle the cleaning? Like, yep. do they immediately yeah, exactly. dro drop you off and immediately drive to the car wash and then someone has to clean out the inside? <laughs> or does it, does it have like a maximum of 20 rides and then it goes to the car wash? Or does it ever go to the car wash? 
So not only I'm not worried about the sex so much. I'm worried about how nasty this company is and how how do they Both control these electric yeah. vehicles? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I can't even imagine. I, I can't even imagine what that, those companies right now are going through because now it's out in the open. No pun intended. It's yeah. all, you know, seriously. Oh and it's, oh my. <laughs> it's all part out in the open now. But now it's like, what do you do in that situation? Like, seriously, you uh, there, have to come up with like some sort of plan now. If this yes. has been rampant and now going on, it's got After to be. After every ride, you, you uh, set off a bug bomb. inside the back of the car but all publicity is good publicity so at least let them (laughs) let them let them revel in the fact that everybody actually knows they exist now when nobody had any idea that robo taxi was a thing other than the four people that had sex in it like It's a great point. And that weird San Francisco standard who I've never even heard of you yeah (laughs) I all I can picture is just George Costanza going to pick up his car from the Jiffy Park yep. and finding yep. things in the car. I mean, you, you're going to, the robot taxi is going to pull up and you're going to find, and not just, not just the sex. You're not just going to find prophylactics. You're going to find yeah. drugs. Yeah. Because what's to stop you from doing that in the back of these cars? Yeah. Right? Everything. Yeah, seriously. Everything. Yeah. Just as long as you don't show up in a, an amazing Technicolor dream coat. Seriously, when you go to pick up your car, right, you'll be fine. Right, uh, it's people are gross. But and here's here's what makes it even worse. Oh no! Cruz and Waymo both claim to have expansive security camera capabilities inside and outside the cars. We record video inside of the car. <laughs> For added safety and support, Cruise states on its website. If something happened during support. your ride, support. Yes. 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 It's immediately <laughs> uploaded to Pornhub. If, <laughs> if something I happened, would, it wouldn't shock ride. me. It would not shock me. <laughs> A direct line to that scumbag corporation? Yeah. Totally. <laughs> if something happened during your ride, we might. We might review the recording to better understand what happened. We only might. record audio during active support calls. A Waymo spokesperson told the standard that its team might review recordings if there are concerns about cleanliness. There should be after this uh, safety crashes or missing items. Yet these surveillance <laughs> tactics have been met with resistance, particularly from those concerned about how the private companies will use footage collected from previous rides. Yeah. Um, but where there's a will, there's a way, the standard said, noting the 2018 study about sex and AVs notes that even as self-driving vehicle companies scale up their surveillance tactics, the truly savvy will find a way around it, especially yeah. in privately owned cars. Yeah. While AVs will likely be monitored to deter passengers having sex or using drugs in them and to prevent violence, such surveillance may be rapidly overcome, disabled or removed. I mean, you put a piece of tape over the camera on your laptop, for God's sake. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Private autonomous vehicles may also be put to commercial use, as it is just a small leap to imagine Amsterdam's red light district on the move. Oh, my. (laughs) Tell me, what the hell are we doing here? Yeah. Make it make sense. I, I wish I could, Steve, but, I mean, all of that is really just if you really stop to think about it just 
protecting yourself against litigation more than anything else, I guess you could say in that regard. But I mean, it's a, it's a disaster. It really is. And it's like, yeah, no, like you could get good publicity, bad publicity, but really this is, you know, if you, if you're getting away with it, you know what I mean? You could get away with it. And, and I think that's where we're at with this right now with these vehicles. And it's like, boy, oh boy, you just got to make sure if as a company, you're looking out for everybody because I mean, it's not just the fact that you just have that happen, you know, the sex act in, in a car, but it's the next passenger. Yep. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. that next passenger. And then Absolutely. you have the negative word of mouth. Mm-hmm. There are people out there that will be offended by this. No question. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Really just go to town uh, against this co- against these companies like this if they don't get a handle on it. Offended or not. I mean, I don't want to be in, in a seat where somebody was just doing it. Yes, exactly. It's disgusting. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, this is this is right back to that damn woman in the in the lazy river. <laughs> it is. It is. Exactly it, right. it is. Oh my God. Uh, John, last word. Any concerns about surveillance, or do we need more surveillance because of these depraved people? What they'll do is they'll put up a sign, and people will still do what they do—the four out of the hundred or whatever—and. Um, I don't think I, mean, it I don't. Could have been four. <laughs> yeah, it could have been only four. Um, so I'm giving them the benefit of that, I guess. Uh, so this is the first major city that this is taking place, and we already have this kind of uh, conversation. Um, I'd hate to see if it went to Austin. Get a cra- <laughs> get a crackhead riding free, um, running away from the police that aren't arresting him. Um, it's going to be very, very interesting. Yeah, be very interesting to see if these guys could get to another city. I know San Francisco is pretty shitty. Um, yikes! Uh, that, that's, that's all I really that have to say. Me. Yeah, that didn't surprise it didn't me. Surprise it was me the city in San Francisco. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yikes! Well, we'll just have to wait and see, gentlemen. Hopefully, it doesn't come to our town. Okay, since we've been talking about um, Hollywood, well, I don't know if that last one qualifies. <laughs> it's uh, Hollywood it qualify for a lifetime movie. You never know. Uh, yes. So, I mean, <laughs> Britney oh, Spears sure. acts a fool. Done. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something tells me she would probably take advantage of nobody driving the taxi. Totally. Um, <laughs> totally. Or if someone was driving the taxi. Um, right. Either or. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so so going from batshit crazy to uh topic four mm. well we're just gonna have a little fun here because we haven't had enough of that throughout the rest of the show there you go um the whole movie franchise thing kind of got us our juices flowing our brain juices not other juices that was our brain juices flowing yeah, was, yeah. yeah there you go um well we have people's minds are in the gutter obviously after topic three um <laughs> so we 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 were thinking you know there's a lot of movie franchises out there mm-hmm. and we ought to see because the, the the trope is well the first movie is always the best and it's always downhill after that mm-hmm. but i also thought is it really though and so what we're going to do is we've got, it looks like about eight different movie franchises here that have at least three movies to their name. Okay. 
mm-hmm. and we're going to decide. Each of us is going to say which one was our favorite, which movie was our favorite of that particular franchise. Interesting. Uh, to see is it really the first one or was it a different one, and why was that your mm-hmm. favorite? We are not doing Batman because we already did an Oscar show with Batman. Oh. We're not doing Star Wars because we already did an Oscar show with Star Wars. Oh. And we're not doing Marvel because screw them. Oh. <laughs> I know John agrees with me anyway. So, so, so Matt will be sitting out of this uh, this segment <laughs> because all the things he watches are not on here. I <laughs> know. Uh, Okay. All right. Well, we're going to start. We're going to start with the uh, the Jason Bourne movie franchise, which oh, has four movies to its name: uh, the Bourne Identity, Identity Supremacy, Supremacy, Ultimatum, and then what was the fourth one called? Jason Bourne. Okay, it was that's Jason Bourne. So we ran out of creativity by that point. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Gotcha. Thank God it wasn't Bourne, sex in a San Francisco taxi. Was in there too, but it was. <laughs> There was another one that was in there, but it wasn't. Oh, it was So I'm only we're only it, counting the ones that have Matt. It wasn't even Jason Bourne. I think it was just it was it was like the program, but it wasn't him. Yeah, so that doesn't count. Him. You're right. Yeah, that yeah. does not count. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt, I think this is this is your doing. So I'll go to you first. Which one was your favorite of the Bourne quadrilogy? Yeah, um, this one was interesting um, because I've seen all the movies. Every one of them is great individually. I would say the first one, Born Identity, was the best of the four. And the only reason I say that is because you don't have an idea. Like, you're basically, as if you're Jason Bourne, who wakes up on this, you know, tanker out in the middle of the Mediterranean Sea, and he has no idea what why he's there. He has no clue. And he hit pieces all throughout the entire movie to try and find out exactly who he is. Along the way... You know, he figures out, oh, I've got access to this. I've got access to this safe over here in Switzerland. I can kick anyone's ass that I want. It's like, well, what's going on? I don't quite understand what's happening. I thought, like, from start to finish, it was a terrific movie. The other two were decent, but never captured the first. So I would vote that Born Identity was the best of that entire quadrilogy. Quadrilogy. I I saw that on an alien... um, DVD nice. box once, so oh, I, I figured it was a real word. Nice. Uh, John, do you agree, or do you have a different opinion? I'm going to agree, but it's a completely different opinion. Um, oh. Uh, the first one was good because the other ones that I watched seemed like I was just watching the first one. Like, it was a big <laughs> run-on sentence. Um, so, <laughs> so, might as well just start at the beginning. Because uh, that's, that's I knew I know that one exists. I'm not really sure if I've seen two, three, seven, eight, twelve, fourteen, fifteen. I don't know if I've seen them because they seem every time I watch them they seem like the first movie. <laughs> so I'm just gonna go with the first movie. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I disagree. Uh, I think naturally, of course, because I'm just <laughs> I'm just that way. <laughs> uh, the, board, the third one, the Born Ultimatum, is actually my favorite of Excellent. the three. Um, I the first one was good, but I it bothers me that the car chases are all in tiny ass little European, yeah, yeah. hunching hunch cars. Yeah, 
And they seem to go for days, and you know that's yeah. not the case, right? Yeah, exactly. At least in, in the <laughs> ultimatum, we were driving around in, like, normal people cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for the car chase scenes. Yeah. Um, Did they put blocks yeah. on Matt Damon's feet? <laughs> <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> and I thought, uh, I thought Joan Allen was a, was a great character yeah. following David Strathairn around, like, being like, what are you doing, dude? You're an idiot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that and and the fourth one I was telling you guys like Tommy Lee Jones looks really old in it, mm-hmm. and the um uh Ali, what's her name Alicia Vikander has like permanent resting pouty face like so mm-hmm. this just bothered me. Yeah. Uh, so three was was my favorite of the Bourne movies. There you go. Um, Excellent. So we'll go with that. There you go. Uh, next, I'm actually going to save these two for last. So we're going to move on to the Lord of the Rings. Ooh. Uh, and we will include, because of the continuity, we will include the three Hobbit movies as well, because they're all related, all Peter Jackson yes. all the time. Yes. Um, John, I'll start with you. I know you were you were into these way back when. I don't know about the Hobbit, but at least the Lord of the Rings ones. You <laughs> I've seen. I've seen all six movies. I'm. I'm. I'm a big fan. Um, so you are well versed. Yes, I'm going to have to go with two of the Lord of the Rings. I have to go with the second. Oh, the Lord two of the Rings. towers. I forget two towers. Okay. Yeah, two I forget towers. what it was called because because anytime I think of the first one or the third one, I think of Clerks Two when he did the whole spiel in the. In the thing about uh, the movie's all about walking, and he walks, and he trips over a rock, and then he drops. Right. It's one of the funny Randall, one of the funniest scenes in the Clerks movie. So I can't, I can't go with three. I can't go with one. Um, I thought two was a good wrap up of what they actually were doing. We knew what was going to happen at the end because the end is just. Yeah, um, right. That's pretty much what the end was. Uh, Two kind of had all everything that I wanted, and I was happy. I didn't even need to see the third one, oh, wow. but third one, it, 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 it finished it. It was fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Matt, I'll go to you next. Yeah, disagree. I would say uh, Return of the King, great movie. Um, I didn't quite, if there was one knock against it, way too many endings. Yes. Way too many endings. <laughs> yes. Yes. It should have yes. ended at least a half hour early. I mean, you know, Peter, I understand you you want to, you know, pay homage to Tolkien and all, you know, the, the original story. But I mean, come on, man. Seriously. Just end the freaking movie. Everybody knows what happened. Yeah. But I mean, for crying out loud. I mean, I, I thought that thing was like never gonna end. It was like yeah. never ending. That was story. that was my point. We knew anymore. how it was gonna end in two. Like yes. it wasn't yes. even. Yeah, exactly. Uh, three three just because of the Rohan charge, that's <laughs> yes. just unbelievable. I mean, that's just some unreal. great scenes. Absolutely. Oh, unbelievable scenes. Scenes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Terrific. Yeah. And I would throw in as a as a small asterisk, uh, the desolation of smog, just when smog first appears in the movie. That is a great scene. That's yeah, the that, great. Totally, totally great. Ever. Totally, totally yeah. great. Uh, and the spiders in that movie also. The spider scene. Oh, first. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's funny to hear a spider say "fat and juicy." <laughs> um, I think John's actually swayed me. I think I agree. Two towers, really? and and Matt, you actually swayed me by reminding me how flipping long yeah. the King really was. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, 
it did kind of drag. You know, it's one of those things where, like, oh, it's over. You start to get up from your seat. It's like, oh, shit. It's, it's not even close. Yeah, it's like another half an hour. It's um, like, come on. Did either of you read the book? Books. I'm in the process. Yes. I, I'm in the process of reading the Fellowship. I've I would, not read the Two Towers or Return of the King. Okay. Well, I would like to thank Peter Jackson personally for cutting Tom Bombadil completely oh. out of the movie. Smart. Wow. <laughs> because I was reading that part of the book, I'm like, this is this is the most boring shit. We're just sitting around, and apparently on like time scale, they're at Tom Bombadil's house for like 20 years. <laughs> just like sitting around shooting the shit. I'm like, nope, we're yeah. skipping this whole thing. We're just skipping this entire so, part. Yeah. But getting back to getting back on point, I agree with John. I think two was probably the best because hmm. we kept it compact. Mm-hmm. You had all the good action. Yep. It was yep. really good stuff. I, and I thought it's down. Yep. yep. Gandalf comes back. Oh. Yeah. It was yep. all good. I told I think that was story. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, yep. so I will agree with John on on the uh, second Lord of the Rings movie. There you go. All right. Well, we're well, we all originate from Philadelphia, so we can't do one of these without going into the Rocky franchise. <laughs> and so we have Rocky one, two, three, four, five. Rocky Balboa, which was number six. Um, I forget. Eight, nine, we 10, decide 11, 12, 12, 47. <laughs> were we including the creeds in this, or were we going to keep that separate? I think that's probably independent. Yeah, that's probably right. Yeah, Rocky's involved. I, I'm all I'm all about Rocky. the Creed movies, though. I love the Creed movies. I'll say nothing. Yeah, the Creed movies, movies are good. Creed movies are good. I like them. There you go. Um, but I think for this one, we will stick strictly with Rocky titles. There you go. Uh, so Matt, I'll go to you first. Favorite of the Rocky franchise. Second. The second one. Second one. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I just I just think that was probably the better story um, out of all of them, although they're pretty much all formulaic to begin with. <laughs> um, that's what also talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, I There's just no way. Just totally There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> although the one that's more over the top was, of course, the one with the Soviets. That one was hilarious. I, I would disagree with you. I think five was the actual most over the top. There you go. Was that the one with Tommy? Was that one with Tommy Gunn? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> that yeah. is the That's funny. Yeah, that one was probably the most. I mean, Rocky ending the Cold War is kind of weird, <laughs> but yeah. Five was really just. I mean, he made Sylvester Stallone made Rocky Balboa yeah. because he hated Five so much. <laughs> like that's yes. why he did it. Yeah. All right, so you're going with two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. John, yep. I go to you. Oh, man, that's tough. I'm Xing out whatever one Hulk Hogan was in. I can't remember. Um, I was three with Mr. T. Yeah, because he's a, oh, okay. yeah, he's a yeah, piece yeah. of shit, and he doesn't need, <laughs> nobody needs to talk about him. Um, Thunderlips. Yes. What a fucking douche. Oh, my. What a douche. What a douche in any industry. What a douche. Um, wow. Oh, poor Mr. T getting roped into that. Yeah. Oh, I love Mr. T. That's that's no well, problem. He was friends with Hulk Hogan. Yeah, you're some, kicking, yeah, but you're kicking three out because of Hulk Hogan. So okay, oh, okay, but let's let's just make a point real quick for our listeners. Yep. If someone doesn't like me and they don't like you, Steve, because they don't like me, you kind of understand, right? I'm sure Mr. <laughs> T gets it, right? <laughs> Fair. All right, so three's out. Yeah. What do you think? I'll have to I'll have to agree with Matt and go with two. Okay. Two. two was okay. 
two was two was more of a story. Three was more mm-hmm. of a dog and pony show. Yep. <laughs> there you go. Whatever the Soviet one was, what was that like? Fifty <laughs> seven? I don't even remember. Four, I think. Four. Yeah. Love four. Dolph yeah. though. Love Dolph. Totally. Totally. <laughs> Great I actor. Must you. <laughs> he was so he good. Dies, no. He dies. <laughs> yeah, he had like five lines in the whole movie. It was great. Exactly. <laughs> and it was Rocky just running in snow for the rest of the movie. <laughs> but Polly was representing in the Soviet Union. He was wearing an Eagles jacket. There you go. <laughs> he was. He was. He was. I agree. There you go. So he was repping. He was repping. Um, I'll go with the OG. I'll go with number one. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I think that I was, was torn best. between one and two. I was torn between yeah. one and two, but I mean, I like two because he wins in that one, and and he goes. I to think this that's where puzzle. It's really cool. You know. Yeah. I think that's where I'm, I I, I kind of because one was one was the downturn, and then like it was like he he almost, and then two was what kind of got me invested to watch crappy three and crappy four. <laughs> so. Um. I, I do want to shout out. I do want to shout out though. I do love the sixth one, Rocky Balboa. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was really well done. I think Darn. it was, you know, it's a guy who's he can't let boxing go. He's got to get one more fight, and he gets it out of his system. And I think I think it was a really good way to end his fighting career. It was much better than five. He he did a um, really good gives, job. He gives. He did. Yeah. And he gives one of the most legendary speeches to his kid in yeah. that one. That yeah. They replay all the sporting events all the time. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. that was a great film, but I will go with, I'll go with one as, as my there favorite you go. of the group. There you go. Nice. All right. Moving on. We've got uh, the Tom Cruise special mission impossible, which Ooh. I don't even know what number that's up to now. I haven't even seen the most recent one, so I can only go off yeah. of the previous five or six. Yeah, can we get, yeah, I, Gosh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt, I'll start with you. Wow, um, this is a hard one for me because I do like MI2. John, Woo. also, I think the first one gets some yeah. hate for some reason because I think that I still told like a very good story. <laughs> Oh, John but didn't yeah, like it. Ooh. Yeah, I, I didn't like that. it at all. I can see why. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like it at all. I can see that. Not a Brian De Palma fan? Yeah, probably. I yeah, would probably go with two. Just didn't go for me. Yeah. Maybe I he know. didn't like he didn't like all the close-ups at crooked angles like this. <laughs> <laughs> and the weird part is, like, I'm a big Tom Cruise fan. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, well, Matt. Like, so I like some too. I like some Tom yeah. Cruise. And, <laughs> I, I like some Tom Maybe. Cruise movies that people hate. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow is a good one. I love that one. So there is Mission one. Impossible, Mission Impossible Two, Mission right. Impossible Three, which was JJ Abrams. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Right. Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Mission Impossible Fallout. Fallout. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One and then Part Two in twenty twenty four. Yeah, I have not seen. I have not seen the Dead Reckoning one yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
So are you gonna stick with two, or you have? I'm gonna stick chain? with two. Stick yeah, with two. I'm gonna stick with two. Mm-hmm. All right. You're a big John Woo guy. You like the pigeons? Oh, I love the pigeons and the explosions. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Only a good right. part of the movie. All right, John. Total agreement with Matt too. It's just a John Woo film. <laughs> um, that's, that's all. It's just a better film. Nice. John yeah. Woo, Anthony Hopkins. It's hard to go wrong with that. Absolutely. Exactly. Um, Virus? Are you kidding me? Come on. Yeah. I I think I actually dig Fallout. Okay. Best. Okay. Um, okay. You got you got uh, what's his name, Henry Cavill playing a bad guy. Yeah. Um, with a mustache. Mm. Uh, <laughs> really? I would have never <laughs> thought. <laughs> uh, it was. I thought it was just a really well done film. Mission Impossible is a weird kind of franchise because it was all different. Like each yeah. movie is kind of different directors with different styles. Mm-hmm. To John's point, like there's John Woo was two, but Brian De Palma was one, mm-hmm. so it was very Scarface-ish. Very, and mm-hmm. you know, yeah. three J.J. Abrams. You had about a billion lens flares, and um, you know, it, the ones after lesser known. And, um, the, and the first one was mostly shot in Europe, and you could tell yeah. that was a European film. And then mm-hmm. the second one, mm-hmm. definitely all United States. Everything United States, San Francisco. Even though it was mostly in Australia. It was supposed to be Even though it was Australia. But it had that Western... <laughs> my point is it had that Western feel as opposed to the European right. flair. Right. Alright, so... But nobody voted for one on that. I love one, but I think I like Fallout better. Yeah. Uh, but okay. nobody voted for one on that one. Alright, okay. um, we're going to go to the, the similar vein. Now we got John Wick. As John mentioned earlier, Keanu. Yes. Pew pew. Um, pew pew. I have not seen four yet, but I have Uh-oh. seen the other three. I have not either. Oh boy. I have not either. Um, all right. So, well, John, you're the namesake, John Wick. So, what do you got? Well, when his dog got killed, it's over. Um, I, <laughs> every movie is from that moment. So, yeah. So. Number one, original. killed his the original. Yeah, All he right. killed his dog and said, go fuck yourself. I don't know what movie <laughs> was two, three, four, five, six. It could be John Wick nineteen. I know when I watch it, I'm like, oh, he's still getting revenge for that dog. That's awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is amazing. He, they could run this franchise until I'm ninety, and I would still have the same thought process like man he's really kicking ass for that dog yeah. fucking all great. about the dog if anybody yeah. hurts an animal i'm gonna do the same thing just know that um <laughs> so I'm, everything's going away i'm gonna take my car and i'm gonna kill everybody <laughs> until you, touch until my you can kill three people until you can kill three people with that pencil I'm I'm doubtful you're going to have the same kind of headcount. No, Two not him. Does not condone John's. Uh, I will train of the John Wick, and I will I will kill you with a microwavable tray. Is what I will do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, all right, Matt. What say you? Definitely the first. Um, although I will say one of the best movie sequences is in that entire trilogy is in John Wick 2 where he is basically getting outfitted. I think that's the <laughs> most hilarious thing. He goes to mm-hmm. Taylor, he gets his suit all nice, you know, he's got the protection and all you know the iron, you know, the you know mm-hmm. the bodysuit or whatever. And then he's, oh, Mr. Wick, here is your set of steak knives for your cut. Yeah. You know, here is the oh, <laughs> here's the German Glock that you want. You know, here's the AR fifteen and the, like, the fact that, but the fact that they did that all kind of in 
Yeah. The, the 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 description they had it in was as if it was like dinner and dessert. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was, it was like you did it every Classic. other day. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, you like this stabbing was... knife? Here, here it is. <laughs> oh, thanks. You know, I, I, I I misplaced that the other night. I never thought steak knives were this way. Yeah. <laughs> I know you prefer the Germans, but the Austrians have really come up with a nice line. <laughs> Love it, love it. But yeah, the first one by far, to John's point, it's like it all goes back to his dog. Like, how could you kill his dog? And he just goes on this ram. It's wonderful. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I, I understand. I understand both you picking number one. I have a hard time with it just because I can't watch the dog death scene. Yeah. Uh, yes. As I've mentioned yes. before. Um, yes. But the more I think about it, yeah, I'm going to pick number one because getting that, seeing that little shit get his comeuppance. Um, <laughs> yeah, was totally, totally. Worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Totally <laughs> worth it. All right, now we're going to do a complete 180 on franchises here and go to Toy Story. Oh, gosh. <laughs> of which there are currently four. Um, By the time of this recording, Pixar. there will be 35. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> All appearing on Disney Plus for $17.99 a month. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, John, I'll start with you, I guess. I'm going to have to go with the first one because I don't think I've seen um, All right, fair enough. any of them other than the first one. Caught you I, I vaguely remember I vaguely remember the first one um, and it, it was it was cool. You know, Buzz and Woody, they had a battle, but then they became friends. You know, they saved the day, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't really quite remember the rest. Of my, I'm sure my kids have seen them, but I don't. I don't remember them at all. Oh, uh, you weren't sitting there with your kids watching them? We actually went and saw yeah. them in a movie theater without my kids. Believe it. Oh well, hey, <laughs> that's awesome. Nice. That's awesome. Nice. Keith was one. We weren't taking him to a movie theater. Nah, <laughs> not yet. Uh, yeah. All right, Matt. I know you've seen at least two because you watched them both at my house way back in the day. So for sure. Yeah, uh, it's it's tough. I would have to agree, though, with Johnny with the first one, because, again, the story is fantastic. The rivalry and that they come together and they're best friends and then they're leaving. You know, the family's moving and Woody's left behind. And, oh, my gosh, what are you going to do? And Buzz Lightyear comes in and saves the day and they get a gust of wind and they land on the moving van and off they go. There you go. It's wonderful. (laughs) Well, I will I will say I enjoyed three the most. Oh, okay. Um, because I think it's it's a probably the most emotional of the of the mm. group because Andy goes off to college, and the yes. question becomes, well, what's he going to do with the toys? Toys. Um, and the toys kind of decide: are they going to hang out in the attic, and you know, just be in storage, or should they be given away to a school or? toy and they have an evil strawberry smelling bear uh, so, <laughs> you know it's it's i thought that one blew the others away oh there you go um so nice. i'll go with three on that one all right nice. we're down to the nice. final two i'll do this one first because i think we'll probably all end up being agreement although i could be wrong okay this one's the terminator franchise oh okay um mm. <laughs> Of which there are only two films. I'm sorry, did I say that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, That's did. what I was saying. I was correct, thinking, and then, and then right before I was like, "Oh yeah, there was more." Never mind. No, I wasn't thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I think that? Yeah. yeah. 
But I think the 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 most debated issue probably comes down to because I know no, you're not nobody's going to pick any of the other ones. Which was better, the first one or Terminator Two: Judgment Day? Yeah, yeah. So Matt, I know you want to pick Boy. Terminator Three so bad, but yeah, no, um, <laughs> it's hard. They're both excellent movies. Both of them are excellent. Great stories for both. Um, if I had to pick them, though, pick one, it's the second. Because it ends the first perfectly. It is a great story arc between the two movies. And although you, you're you sad to see Arnold die in the end, it is the right call because mm-hmm. the Connors prevent Judgment Day from happening. And it it's perfect. It's a great ending arc to that entire two-story movie. There is no other Terminators out there. I don't care if Rise of the Machines is there or Genesis. No. No. What are they? Over. What are they? <laughs> they were just yeah, robot exactly. movies made by someone who owned some kind of... Uh... <laughs> yeah. They were made by Waymo out in San Francisco. Uh, John, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go Terminator 2 for for everything that that Matt said, but not uh, not as um, eloquent as Matt said. Terminator 2 came out at the perfect time of my life because I never saw Terminator. And then I went back and saw Terminator Uh after I saw Terminator 2. And it just didn't stack up. It just, yeah, it just didn't stack up. So Terminator 2 wins over Terminator. So you had to fill in those blanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I filled uh, in the blanks and I was I, like, okay, the blanks are filled in, but the movie's still better. Terminator 2 is still better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Terminator 2 is better. I I do think the first Terminator has some elements to it which date it. Mm-hmm. The the techno score yep. does mm-hmm. date it a little bit. Terminator 2, somebody was banging on a piece of iron, which made it sound much more badass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what exactly. the hell is going on there, but it's, uh, the score was like so much more cool, and the and the liquid Terminator robot, the T one thousand. Yeah, I mean you know, that was yeah, that was groundbreaking. It was. It was yeah. completely groundbreaking. Yeah. yeah, it was really was amazing. Yeah. So you um, were voting for oh Terminator two. It's, it's I've no, no question. Yeah. Um, and if you haven't seen the the director's cut where he's teaching the T eight hundred to smile, yeah. That is some funny shit. There you go. So you gotta nice. you gotta Love see it. that. All right. We're gonna end this one on uh one of my favorite franchises, hmm. Indiana Jones. Hmm. <laughs> which there are, I guess, what, five films at this point? Yeah, now? So, yeah. 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 I have not seen the fifth one yet. I do plan to at some point, but I have not. Yeah. Um, but you got Raiders of the Lost Ark, you have the Temple of Doom, the Last Crusade. The what was for Kingdom of the Crystal Skull or something, yeah, yeah, and yeah, then something whatever the fifth one was. But I, if nobody's yes. seen it, that's not going to count. No. All right. So way of to, the first, way to label four. them. <laughs> <laughs> Just like of Star Wars, four. what a shock! Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, it's yeah. George Lucas, so you know. Yeah. I know. Uh, John, I'll go to you first. What is your favorite Indiana Jones movie? Not, not for anything. Raiders of the Lost Ark is the only one I could actually remember seeing and enjoying <laughs> the rest of a temple of doom i felt was very mm. very kitschy at the time and i'm talking i was like 13 when i saw them so 
my my you know bullshit <laughs> no. opinion of that. Like I didn't like it then. I haven't seen it since, but I do remember <laughs> really enjoying Raiders of the Lost Ark. So that's why I picked that one. Yeah. All right, Matt. I haven't I seen so- I haven't seen Indiana Jones in thirty years. So just yeah. throwing that out there. Second that motion, I completely agree. Raiders for me is my favorite of the Indiana Jones series. I just love the story and uh, and the fact that the Nazis are foiled. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good Nazi being foiled. Oh, of course, well, yeah, exactly. Who doesn't? <laughs> who doesn't? Who doesn't? Right. Um, so here at the conclusion, I will disagree again. Oh, mm-hmm. My favorite, no, my favorite is Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. There you go. Wow. Okay. Uh, I think bringing in Sean Connery as his father was a yeah. stroke of genius. Mm. Oh, yeah. The interplay yeah. between those two was phenomenal. Yeah. You still foil the Nazis. Yeah. Um, I, I just thought that movie of the group was the the best one. And whatever you do, me. don't take a sip of that Holy Grail and that nice golden chalice because that's <laughs> not the Holy Grail. <laughs> I don't know what it looks like. <laughs> Don't ever trust trust an Austrian. Yeah, exactly. Well, that wraps episode 151 of Two Noobs Talking. Happy to have you along with us. We hope you had a good time. We were really in the entertainment realm because there wasn't much news this week because we really didn't want to talk about Trump being indicted. No. Because what a shit show that's going on. Oh, yeah. So okay. we, we thought we would entertain and... Um, yes. Yes, that's what we wanted to do. The, mm-hmm. So... Until next week for episode 152, when we'll probably have more of the same, ignoring Biden and Trump because we can um, and because we must. Until then, I say adieu, gentlemen. We shall see you next week. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Two Noobs Talking. Not only can you listen to our entire catalog here on YouTube, but you can also download us on your favorite podcast listening platforms, such as Apple, Google, and Samsung Podcasts, along with iHeartRadio and others. Have a great week, and we look forward to delivering another episode of Two Noobs Talking. Take care.